for everything geek pop culture. This is Comics Online, baby. Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online podcast, season 16, episode 19. This one features an interview that we did a few months ago uh, with Lauren Matesic. Lauren is the designer at Castle Corsetry, which does all sorts of geek-inspired corsets. Um, she, the one we talk about is Deadpool, but also she talks Ghostbusters corsets that she's done and various others. So without further delay, let's go ahead and jump right into episode 19, our interview with Castle Corsetry. So we have Lauren Matesic on with us right now. She uh, is from Castle Corsetry. Castle Corsetry recently, uh, and this is a perfect tie-in to here because the uh, Deadpool movie just came out. You guys just did a big line of yeah, Deadpool we did. Corsets. So how has um, that been selling for you guys so far? Uh, it's been pretty awesome. Uh, it started actually. Uh, I made the first one. Uh, late last year but we really just kind of promoted everything uh for this year we did the big gym collection launch um in november mm-hmm. of last year and we had uh deadpool was one of the first designs that we had um for the gym collection and that was a huge hit and then uh when the movie came out we just really just pushed that because we wanted to make sure everybody had their deadpool gear in time for the movie oh, of course yeah it was like perfect timing with you guys finishing it late last year with it coming mm-hmm. out uh, early in 2016. Um, what what kind of got you started in doing this sort of thing in the first place? Oh, which part? Gosh. Well, that's, let's let's start a... with let's start with the corsetry and then we'll kind of move it into customizing it for the the geek pop culture uh, universe. Um, well, I have always been interested in fashion design and uh, doing uh, sewing related projects. My mom taught me to sew when I was 6. Um, so I've been I've been just working with uh, patterns and uh, my sewing machine since I was a kid, making projects with my mom, and uh, decided at a young age that I was going to go to fashion school. So I did that, and then kind of honed down the uh, the narrowed it down into doing costume work because that was really my my passion was doing like Halloween costumes, dressing up, be, like being my favorite characters. Um, so I started doing like period costuming and corsetry for like renaissance fair kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. then kind of fell into the cosplay scene and has just kind of taken off from there so with the cosplay scene was there one like when you were like i gotta get into this was there one that you had like a character in mind or a design in mind where you were like i gotta start with this one because it's my favorite character or this would make for a really really good costume um my first well okay there it's kind of a two-part question. Okay. So I think my first real cosplay was actually Blind Mag from Repo the Genetic Opera, which is kind nice. of an obscure, obscure one. Um, Not so obscure that Ben doesn't know what it is. <laughs> I love that movie. Nice, nice. So you've heard of it. It's not completely obscure. And um, watched it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was part of a shadow cast that did Repo the Genetic Opera a couple years ago, and... Um, I was, I did Blind Mag and I made all of her costumes because I saw the movie and I was like, oh my God, I have to make that feathered corset at the end of the movie. And uh, I just wanted it for myself. But then they started like shadow casting it like Rocky Horror Picture Show style. And uh, I was like, well, if I'm making this costume, I'm going to, I'm going to be Blind Mag. So that's kind of how that happened. So I guess that's my first real cosplay because it was the first time I'd seen something on screen where I was like, I have to replicate that exactly. And it's got to be perfect. Now, I know that, uh, um, and again, just to kind of introduce everybody, this is uh, Laura Matesic. 
Uh, she is from Castle Corsetry. This is the Comics Online podcast for everything geek pop culture. This is Comics Online. Again, my name is Mike Lunsford. I've got Ben Bedgood. Ben wants to ask you a couple of questions, Laura. Lauren, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, I actually see a lot of your stuff because there is a page I follow on Facebook that um, you're probably very familiar with, uh, Nerd Oriented, um, that they share quite a number of your pieces uh, after the fact. So once uh-huh. it's been combined with other cosplay accessories, um, and actually one of the um, site, I think it was one of the pictures that actually tipped me off that you had an affiliation with this page was a Maleficent costume was shared. And, oh, with uh, Leanna Vamp. Yes, and that was a beautiful costume, beautiful... Oh, I thank mean, you. Just, the photo shoot and everything about it was fantastic. Um, and seeing a lot of your different designs coming through on there is great. Um, is there a cosplay, I guess, after the fact, you know, that you've designed that you would say stands out as one you're really proud of? Of somebody just taking oh, you know, one of your pieces and just going five star with it with a with a customer or my own uh let's go with both well my own personal favorite is my hocus pocus uh costumes the the sanderson <laughs> sister witches um and i do winifred sanderson and that costume is my is my coup de gras like i don't think i can top myself on it it's just so beautiful especially when you see it in person it's the most intricate piece i've made and i love it so dearly um, and I also just love doing the witches at, uh, every Halloween, like at, uh, Kamikaze or just like at, uh, Disneyland doing the Halloween nights and you can just snarl at small children and it's totally in character. <laughs> so it's just one of my favorite, my favorite things is to just be the Hocus Pocus witches. Cause I, it's one of my favorite movies and, uh, I love just embodying the, the witches and, uh, being evil for the night. Um, I don't know what my favorite customer piece is. That's a tough one. I've made a ton of corsets for Ivy Doom Kitty, and she is just one of the sweetest, most amazing people in the world, and I love her dearly. She's a very, very dear friend of mine. Um, and she's just one of the most like amazing cosplayers out there. Like She's, uh, she's got one everywhere. of the biggest followings of anybody. Yeah, she's everywhere. Um, everybody loves Ivy. But she also just she earns it by just being so good to her fans and... Um, being such a positive role model. So kudos to Ivy, but I make all of her corsets cause she waist trains, um, in corsets. So she wears them every day to accentuate her already natural curves. And, uh, she's just a rock star, but, uh, I've made a ton of corsets for her. Uh, there's this green leather one that I made for her that was going to be for an enchantress costume that she hasn't finished yet. So Ah. But she's she's worn the corset and it's like in her prints and stuff and it's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, I love making stuff for Ivy. So I don't I don't know what what would be my favorite costume for other people. I've made Fair a ton enough. of stuff. You really have. I mean, I can say that you know that the one site that I'm following on Facebook that I see so many different styles coming through and actually one that I saw I don't remember if it was last night or today, but it was actually your Ghostbusters. Um, Oh, yeah. And I was wondering, are you going to be doing more with that line with the upcoming movie? I mean, especially considering that the new reboot is focusing on female Ghostbusters. Well, I've made I've made a Ghostbusters like uniform course before where it's like the khaki and then you get the name um, patch 
for the chest and then like the Ghostbuster symbol, I put it like on the hip. Or okay. I, might, I might do more with that. Um, Cause that's always like a fun way to tie the corset in with the costume and kind of making the the corset more of a like a kind of cosplay piece right um but i love ghostbusters i'm a huge ghostbusters fan it's probably one of my biggest fandoms right up yeah. there with harry potter and lord of the rings yeah, like I, ghostbusters I'm, I'm with you on that one is my yeah. jam and i'm really I mean, excited about the new movie um i'm really hopeful that it's going to be amazing um I'm right there with you on Harry Potter. I actually have the dark mark tattooed on my left forearm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. Um, and I just love Lord of the Rings. But Ghostbusters is something like I watched with my dad um, when I was a kid. It was like kind yeah. of like a father-daughter bonding thing. We would watch yeah. Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 all the freaking time. And it is one of my favorite things. So I'm really excited about the new movie. I'm excited that it's not a true reboot. It's like 30 years later. So it's continuing the original story. Um but yeah, I'm all about the the female Ghostbusters, and uh, I'll definitely have to do more more with that. Um, but there's not a lot of merchandise out yet for it, so there's not a lot of stuff to base the products on, other than like we've seen like what their uniforms look like. Yeah, I guess so, that's got to that's got to be key, doesn't it? You have to kind of know the style that they're using in order for it to fit with the new movie. Yeah, so I mean, we'll have to do something, and I, I want to do some Ghostbusters like gym gear and stuff like that. Something uh, themed out um, with my gym collection because that's um, really popular right now, especially because uh, not many other companies are doing like nerd fitness wear. Um, so <laughs> definitely no, really marketing not. on that. Well, and with that too, I mean, I gotta, I, I gotta jump on board that too with uh, your statement about Ghostbusters. That was the first movie I remember. Um, and Ben and I had talked about this on a previous podcast. That was the first movie I ever remember going to see in the movie theaters with my parents. Like, it was the first original Ghostbusters. So I'm, I'm in the same boat as you on that one. I, I absolutely love it. Um, is there anything else like that? I mean, you mentioned Harry Potter. You mentioned Ghostbusters. Um, other things that you are drawing from your childhood, things that you just absolutely love that you would either have already made a line for or something you would like to make in the future. Well, I want to do more with the Harry Potter stuff. I mean, I love doing the Harry Potter corsets, but I definitely want to expand to that in the gym gear as well. Like, Harry Potter is something that I grew up with. Um, I'm a little older than Harry, but I still caught it on like early <laughs> enough on the bandwagon to like grow yeah. up with Harry a little bit. Um, so, I mean, Hogwarts and the Harry Potter universe is really, really important to me. And um, Lord of the Rings as well. It's just, I love fantasy, so that's a big We've one got for me. The, uh... I also... Uh, I'm also a huge, uh, I'm not a D&D player, but I like reading the books that are that are Dungeons and Dragons, the Forgotten Realms books, so I'm big into like drow elves and things like that, but it's a little bit more, that's a little bit more obscure, so I don't know how I would play into that, but I mean, it's about celebrating all the fandoms, so there's, there's so much out there. Um, I definitely want to do more with X-Men, X-Men's great. Um, oh yeah, and that one's coming out in May too, the new one, X-Men Apocalypse. Well, we've also yeah, got the new but, Harry Potter movie later this year, too. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for that. Um, I can't wait to see. Although I'm still not sure about how I feel about Nomadge being, like, the term for, like, American muggles. So Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that word. You're not alone. <laughs> I feel like it's a cop-out. All right, so one of the big things we want to do here, Lauren, because, I mean, your stuff is fantastic. Everybody that I've spoken to or mentioned this to, 
as soon as I mention, oh, I'm speaking to Lauren from Castle Quartz, they all freak out. Like Ben was like, oh my God, I know who Aww. she is. And same thing with yeah. Kate. So, I mean, we just, we love your stuff. Um, tell us, tell all of our fans out there on the internets how they can get a hold of your stuff. Where can they go to buy your fantastic uh, wares? Well, you can get the gym stuff and most of my underbust and cincher corsets on my Etsy store, which is castlecorsetry.etsy.com. Most of the overbust corsets and cosplay items are custom, so that's something you have to email me for either through email, um, which is lauren at castlecorsetry.com, or you can message me on Etsy or Facebook um, on either of those pages. But most of the time, those items are, are just really custom, so I don't put cosplay pieces on my Etsy store or anything like that, because you've got to send me reference pictures and your measurements, and then we make everything custom to fit our clients, so everything is completely custom and handmade by me and one assistant. And it's all made in the U.S., so that's where um, you know where everything's coming from, which is I, I, which is really important to me. So we don't we don't outsource anything. We don't uh, yeah. send it out overseas, um, and that that's just a really important business move for me to Absolutely. like make sure that I have quality control over all of our items. So yeah. everything you get from us is going to be completely custom and made for you, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and we can all of us can appreciate that here too because. Um, in one way, shape, or form, we're all artists. And to have somebody who's a subject matter expert who has refined her craft, people are willing to, at least the people that listen to this podcast and the people that are associated with this website, we're all willing to appreciate and go more towards that than the people who try to um, cater to everyone but really not be a an expert in it. So we certainly right. appreciate that. Yeah. And the yeah, and of... it's definitely a weird niche that I've I've found myself in doing <laughs> corsets and and spandex because um, whenever you're learning to sew, nobody teaches you how to work with spandex. That's kind of something that I had to <laughs> learn on the job. Trial um, by error. Spandex error. is all, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a totally crazy world sewing with spandex versus regular uh, woven fabrics. So there's definitely a specialty aspect there. Like some people think they know what they're doing with spandex, but it's it's a any, lot do you have of work any and there's advice specialty for, machines. For... I'm saying, um, you well, have, you have any... to have an over overlock or a serger machine, and a lot of people think they can do stretch stuff with a regular sewing machine, and you can't. You have to get these specialty machines in order to work with some of these materials, and that's where having a full costume shop in Glendale comes in handy. And uh, Lauren, as you were mentioning, you know, there's that factor of you know keeping it in the U.S., but also the majority of consumers now seem to go if they have the opportunity to buy local small business they will take that in a heartbeat so yeah. that's got to be an advantage for you it definitely is um there's a lot of people that want especially in la like needing last minute things or needing to come in for custom fittings and things like that because they're i mean even despite my expertise in patterning and uh making custom garments sometimes i need i need to have an uh, in-person fitting for some some garments most of the time I can do it with just measurements like over the internet and emails. Um, but I mean, sometimes there's just some things that have to be fitted on that person's body. And so having like the shop and being local in LA with like the movie industry here, there's just so much, there's so much going on in Los Angeles that it's, it's really easy to kind of harness that and make it benefit my company, which is great for me. And I love that, but it means I can't ever leave LA. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could go to New York, but I mean, that's that's more like the the stage stuff, less of the film. Nah, but, yeah. that's too cold for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's too cold for me. I like I like sunny Southern California. Just well, I don't 
I don't blame you at all. It's understandable. Kevin is actually uh, originally from uh, from uh, San Diego, so he okay. he can appreciate that too. I'm I sure. understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I'm from Texas, so I'm used to like 110 degrees, but I don't know what winter is, so it's it's something that terrifies me. Snow is like just absolutely agonizing. <laughs> Well, we're in Northern Virginia where you've got the lovely, oh, it is uh, 90 degrees today and it is snowing tomorrow in the morning. And then in the evening, it'll be raining with a slight chance of sweltering heat. Well, that's kind of how Texas works. Only instead of it being like snow and cold, like sometimes it'll be a 70 degree day and beautiful and sunny. And then like hail comes out of nowhere (laughs) and beats your car to a pulp. And you're like, what the hell just happened? No, that seriously happened to my car when I was living in Austin. Uh, oh, wow. Like it was, I was, I was playing volleyball out in the sun with my roommate, and then all of a sudden we were going inside to like change to go out for the evening, and we heard all this noise outside. We were like, "What? What is that noise?" We look outside. There's like golf ball sized hail falls, just like shattering everything. It like shattered a bunch of windows in my apartment building. Like <laughs> it, it put a hole in my my friend's uh, windshield. Um, beat the hell out of my car. I had like $3,000 worth of damage. It was nuts, but that's normal Texas weather. So I guess it's very similar to Virginia. We had hail this morning in Los Angeles. It was really weird. I got woken up at like four in the morning. We had some hail in the middle of the night. That's all thanks to El Nino. Yeah. Freak weather (laughs) happening all over the place. All right. Well, again, uh, everybody, this was Lauren Matesic. Again, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great, it was a blast. All right. Yeah, we'd love to have you again, especially with uh, con season coming up here uh, real, real soon. I mean, any tips that you could give to yeah, some of our uh, cosplayers? We're gearing up for WonderCon. So if you're interested in commissioning a piece, I, I generally need to have like two months notice for mm-hmm. any of your cons. So if you're planning for San Diego Comic-Con, now's the time to put those orders in and get in on the list if you want to have something custom made for you in time for San Diego or New York Comic Con. We've got WonderCon coming up here in LA, um, but yeah. that's two weeks away. So you're a little late on ordering <laughs> stuff for WonderCon. But, but they, they um, still have time for New York. They still have time for San Diego. Have time for San we've Diego, one, New York. Yeah, we've got uh, one in Kamikaze. DC. Yeah, we've got. Yeah. We're seeing everybody in New York too. Um, I won't be at New York this year, but um, maybe maybe if they invite me. But I haven't invited to New York yet. You guys could for that for me. Well, I'm sh- you know what? We'll jump all over that. We'll, we'll start uh, sending out letters as fast as we possibly can to see if we can get you, get you to the New York Comic Con. Send out owls. <laughs> well, yes. yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, tie, uh, we'll tie little pieces of paper to, uh, to Pigeon's uh, legs and see what we can do. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Thanks again, Lloyd. Yeah, thank you so much. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, guys, that was episode 19 of season 16 of the Comics Online podcast uh, featuring Lauren Matesic. Uh, Lauren is the one who runs Castle Corsetry. Check her out when you get a chance. She's on Facebook. She's got her own Etsy shop, which is etsy.com slash shop slash Castle Corsetry. She's also got her own website, which obviously enough is castlecorsetry.com. So check her out whenever you get a chance. But that is going to do it for us today, guys. Remember, for everything geek pop culture... My name is Mike Lunsford, and this is Comics Online. From leaping tall builders to going off like gamma bombs, switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com.